Welcome, everyone, to the Tuesday edition of the Markets and Mortgages podcast. I am your host, Tyler Crawley, and we are going to start today's pod looking into the future at least as best we can. And when I say we, I, of course, am talking about the Mortgage Bankers Association, who yesterday released their 2021, or I should say 2022, Mortgage Bankers Association annual forecast. And let's just say it's kind of a mixed bag. The overall number, though, does look a little troublesome, but that's why we're going to dive into the numbers. So the overall number that got a lot of attention, at least on some mainstream outlets, and you always got to look past the headlines, but the main headline that I saw was mortgage originations expected to fall to $2.59 trillion in 2022. That is a 33% decline from this year. And they're expecting it to also fall in 2023 to $2.53 trillion. So like I said, the headline seems, uh-oh, trouble coming for the mortgage origination business. But is that really what's going on? And the reality is, of course, no, because the decline is entirely the result of refis. We talked about, well, we actually didn't do a podcast yesterday, which... I apologize for, but if you get my newsletter, which you should sign up for at marketsandmortgages.com, it's free. It's a companion here to the podcast. I mentioned a piece in the Wall Street Journal in which they said, hey, listen, the refi boom's over. It's done. Rates are above 3% pretty solidly. Unless something crazy happens in the economy, rates are expected to increase, and we'll talk about the forecasts in just a second. So refis are ending, and the reality is, is if you work in the mortgage industry, which I've only been working in there for a little over a year. If you're someone that we all saw this coming. I mean, I've like I said, I've only been in it for a year and I knew that rates weren't going to stay under 3%. No one thought rates were going to stay under 3%. And so you knew at some point the refi boom was going to end. And so if you're someone who planned for that, meaning you were staying up with your leads, staying up with your, you know, realtor partners, then yeah, sure, refis are going to drop away, but purchases are supposed to actually increase. And that's the good news in this report. So yeah, refis are expected to fall under a trillion in 2022. That's a 62% decline from the 2.26 trillion in 2021. And 2021 was a 14% decline from 2020. So yeah, I mean, refis have slowly been disappearing. That happens. I mean, the people who are the best client to refi, usually do it right away. And so you have this big boom and then things slowly taper off. Now, what happened with this cycle is you saw kind of rates go back up and then they came back down and we saw another little refi boom. And so, yeah, it's been lasting longer than anticipated, but it was always going to go away. But purchases are looking more than better. Is that even, can you say that more than better? Uh, Purchases, meanwhile, are expected to grow 9% year to year to a new record of 1.73 trillion in 2022. And then they're expected to jump another 7% in 2023 to 1.85 trillion. So yeah, I mean, if you're someone who does mostly refis, I was looking at, I can't remember what it was now. It was like some ranking of like the best, mortgage loan originators in the country. And this one guy did just like tremendous volume. And it was like 95% refis. And I thought this guy's going to have some trouble when the refi boom is over. But for the most part, if you have a good balance, then sure, you're not going to have the easy refis, but purchases are going to continue to increase. And that's what you want. That's, that's That's a sign of strength in the housing market. Now, what's also rising along with purchases 
is rates. The 30-year fix is, is supposed to increase to about 3.1% by the end of 2021, and they're expecting it to reach 4% by the end of 2022, which is seems like such a crazy high number, 4%. But historically, those numbers are pretty darn low from a historical perspective. Mike Frantantoni, Chief Economist and Senior Vice President for Research and Industry Technology at MBA, said 2022 should be a great year for home building, which will put some much needed downward pressure on home prices, which will be great for wannabe home buyers, which is why they're expecting an increase in purchases. Frantantoni said, quote, home builders will have more success overcoming current building material shortages and should be able to increase the pace of construction to meet the sizable demand for buying. More newly built homes and more homeowners listing their homes for sale should lead to some deceleration in home price growth next year. But if you look at it this way, you got rising rates, you have slowing home prices and strong home building. Now, I don't know about you, but that sounds like a recipe for a pretty stable housing market. (laughs) It's going to be funny because, yeah, I mean, if you're a homeowner and all of a sudden your home only increases like 2% in value year over year, you're like, what's going on? Why have I lost money? It's like, because you're used to 10, 15, 20% year over year growth. And sure, rates are going to go from people are used to seeing 2.75, 2.8. Now they're going to be 4%. So that's going to throw some people. So it's going to be, getting used to the not new normal, but the old normal (laughs) where you saw 4% year over year price acceleration and you saw three, 4% rates. That's like I said, that's the old normal that we're going back to. And that's not bad. That's not a bad thing. Now, speaking of home building, we actually had a surprise yesterday. Home builder confidence beat expectations. That's right. Everyone was expecting it to be somewhat flat, if not maybe even a little underwhelming. And surprise, surprise, a jump in the month of October. This according to the National Association Home Builders Wells Fargo Housing Market Index showed a four-point jump in October to 80, which unfortunately is still five points lower than a year a year ago. Remember, home builder confidence just skyrocketed and reached a never before seen high. And that's where kind of where we were last year. So yeah, we're going to be under where we were last year. But remember anything over 50, that's where you want to be. And we're at 80. So despite all of these supply chain issues, home builders are feeling pretty good. Now here's what's weird is that builders for the most part continue to remain optimistic about the present because they're still concerned about what's going to happen with supply chains and everything else in the near future. We're talking six months. Confidence for single family sales in the present was up five points to 87 and is only off three from where we were a year ago. Confidence for single family sales in the next six months was only up three points, but still at 84, which is four points lower than it was a year ago. The traffic of prospective buyers was up four points to 65 which is down nine points from October 2020. And as I mentioned, economists were projecting that the index would remain unchanged at around 76. Now, regionally, we got kind of a little battle here on two fronts. We got the West and the South battling it out for the hottest, uh, or I I should say in this case, the most confidence with regards to home building. And the West barely beat out the South. The West saw a five-point increase to 85 
The South was only up four points to 84. They were tied last month. The Northeast and the Midwest were actually tied at 73 after a six-point jump in the Northeast, and the Midwest saw a smaller gain up four points. So all in all, remember, 50 is anything above 50 is good. And so we're looking at minimum 73 at the highest. We're looking at the West at 85. So all in all, home builder confidence, pretty good. Despite the craziness in the supply chains, chief economist Robert Dietz said in a statement that affordability moving forward is still a big concern for builders saying, quote, building material price increases and bottlenecks persist and interest rates are expected to rise in coming months as the Fed, the Fed begins to taper its purchases of U.S. Treasury and mortgage-backed debt. Policymakers must focus on fixing the broken supply chain. This will spur more construction and help ease upward pressure on home prices, which obviously the Mortgage Bankers Association assume is going to happen. That's why they are confident that we're going to see a continued upward movement of purchases for not only 2022, but 2023. Now, staying in the present, at least to end the podcast today, things are pretty good with regards to being a American, at least according to Jill R. Sean over at Bloomberg, who writes that U.S. household balance sheets are in the best shape they have been in years. She says, quote, across number of measures, consumers are flush. Debt is way down. Consumer debt as a percentage of gross domestic product is now well below the latest peak and is now back to levels not seen since the early 2000s. Assets are up as well, obviously, (laughs) housing being one of them. Thanks to the never-ending bull market and rising home prices, household assets have climbed during the economic recovery that has reduced the aggregate liability to asset ratio, making Americans feel better off. Confidence, that's one of the other themes of today's podcast. As Americans feel better about their finances, they are likely to plan and follow through on big life decisions. This includes things like moving locations, buying a house, or having a baby. So this is all good news for millennials if they're included in this. These plans translate to a willingness to spend. They also underscore economists' forecast for economic growth, not only in 2022, but 2023 that outpace the pre-pandemic trend. So, man, I like it. I know we took two days off, which I apologize for, but we come back and we just got three killer stories, just three positive stories as we head through the week. So I'll take it. I will take it. And once again, I apologize for not being here on Friday or Monday. Things out of my control. I, I try and avoid that as best I can. And we do have some, I'm going to have some announcements coming up at the end of the month. So stay tuned. If you subscribe to my email, sign up. Not only um, if you subscribe to the newsletter, I'll be making the announcement there as well. You can sign up for that at marketsandmortgages.com. But we got to go, you guys. Enjoy. Oh, wait, what's happening today? Yeah, we got to talk about that. There is something, there's something always happening every, well, kind of, almost every day. Uh, housing starts coming out at 8 30 and they are expected to be slightly better than August. So we're looking at September's data at 8.30 this morning, and it's supposed to be a little better. But we've had a lot of reports beat expectations, so we'll see if the trend stays alive on that. But we got to go. Now we got to go. You guys enjoy your Tuesday. I'll see you back here Wednesday morning for another edition of 
markets and mortgages. And as always, do not wait to buy real estate. You buy real estate and wait.